I hear the people shooting the stores, they're looting them too. <laughs> You know it's kinda silly to spend Christmas in Philly with you. You get carjacked or murdered or mug, either way we're all screwed. You know it's kinda silly to spend Christmas in Philly with you. Larry Krasner says to give the carjacker your keys and pray he doesn't shoot you while you're on your knees. You know you got jacked for the car you drive. Carjacking will not stop. And the last thing you should do is call the cops. Cops, cops, cops. Cops arrest the carjacker and bring him in. There is a social justice warrior, not a judge of sin. Their story of woe will melt his heart. It happens without fail. They will be out in an hour. They will be out in an hour. They will be out in an hour, and they never pay any bail. That voice you hear is a 2023 Don Giordano Caller of the Year. <laughs> it's uh, Earl Anticoni and his Taconette singing Krasnerland Christmas, available wherever podcasts can be found. But you're listening to The Other Side with Dan and Dorenzo. Uh, I'm Dan Borowski. I'm with Anthony Dorenzo. And The Other Side of the Glass, we're producers. I'm Dom Giordano's producer. He's Dawn's producer. He's Nick's producer. He's everyone's producer. It's Tony Bruno. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right now. Uh, Mary yeah. Walter. It's, it's awesome seeing Mary and Matt working together this morning. With For sure, you. yeah. I was a great show between you three, too. Well, thank you. I yeah, so uh, Christmas is here, man. Let me get some last Christmas going. Your favorite Christmas song. That's which I, not my favorite one. Well, you said it was. I, I, I like, out of the popular redundant ones, that's my favorite, yes. I think it's the Eagles for me. Yeah. But why do we like the... You know, sad Christmas songs. Do we have a bad, you know... I like sad music history of, in general. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I have some bad history. Too much but... coal in the stockings yeah. for us? <laughs> well, we work around politics. Best so, present yeah. you ever got? Oh, that's tough. That is very, very tough. I think I'm going to go. And maybe this is cliche. It goes into what you put on the sheet as well. Uh, my mom bought me a PS2... Well, Santa bought me a PS2. Uh, you know, he when, made you a PS2. Yeah, he made me. Him and the elves made me a PlayStation yes. Two. And I was begging my mom to get me a GameCube that year, and I was so like annoyed that it wasn't a GameCube. Oh, what a brat! I know I was a brat. <laughs> and but I remember I loved that thing. Like I loved the PS as much as I eventually got a GameCube, and I loved that as well. But the PlayStation Two was the best thing I think I've ever owned. The iToy. Mad like all the old Maddens and oh my god, dude! Yeah. I remember and you had to like connect your router from like halfway around the house to somehow well, get the internet. PS2 and, though is it's the start of the downturn of video games playing in person with friends and yeah, I think I think the best yeah. console of all time is the Nintendo sixty four and I, yeah. I say that it's not the yeah. game selection's not great the graphics suck but it's uh, the best multiplayer experience that I can mm-hmm. remember. Sitting in the same room with friends mm-hmm. and playing a game all together. And it's something you don't see in video games anymore. I hate that all... Like, I was with my nephews a couple weeks ago. We were looking to play some kind of game together sitting in the room. It took us like half an hour to find any kind of local multiplayer game that we could all agree on. Have you ever played Jackbox? Yeah. They're that, too young for it, though. Uh, that's true, yeah. yeah I just true. wipe them away with my yeah. depth of yeah. trivia knowledge. Yeah, and, well, and then we'd get, like, political. <laughs> That's that's a great suggestion, though, for those that aren't gamers, which I believe to be a good chunk of the audience. There's a game called Jackbox, which is essentially... It's almost like a digital board game. Yeah, it's like board games on your TV, and it's a blast to play with friends and family. And all you need is a cell phone to play along. Everyone has one of those in their pockets. So holiday season, if you have a kid, maybe ask you about Jackbox and see if you can play some of it. I've done that with my roommates. You would have a lot of fun with it. For for years. Anytime we have parties or people over, it's like Jackbox is always coming out. 
New holiday tradition for me. This uh, Christmas Day, I'll be watching the Eagles, but a bunch of Philadelphia sports going on. Sixers have a game as well. Where are you going to be tuned? Yeah, Sixers are playing Miami. Eagles playing uh, Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants. Yeah, Uh, If we lose to Tommy Cutlets, I swear to God, fire Nick Sirianni. I don't care. Tell them. Oh, you've you've officially turned, huh? Oh, my God, man. The, 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 The comment that he made, the the... Josh Talento of the Inquirer reporting this. Nick Siriano said that Eagles were trying to play for a defensive pass interference on Jalen Hurts' deep shot to A.J. Brown at the oh end of the Seahawks God. game. Siriano said he's comfortable with the play despite the interception. Quote, we felt like that situation we had an opportunity oh to. Dude, what are you doing? Check down. Check down. You have the best kicker in the game. Let Jake Elliott throw that thing right through the uprights. We would have had overtime. I get it. Games happen. Drew Locke had the, the drive of his life. But the fact that we could not, and, and even Hertz talked about it, it's, I get it. I get it. You want to go for fourth. You want to go for the big shot. Can't we just take I, the you play can't blame Hertz. You can't blame Hertz. Yeah. Look, look, you can blame Hertz because it's it's on him. I mean, he could have just checked down. He had Swift right there, yeah. running back available yeah. uh, on that final play, and he decides to bomb it long. But we see now here that it's a direction from Sirianni to go for the long mm-hmm. shot uh, mm-hmm. rather than just getting the check down and trusting your all-pro kicker, Jake Elliott, to you know get a kick right through those uprights and move it into over. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't want to be doom and gloom. I really don't. But this just, it's really giving me really, really bad feelings about our ownership and Howie. Because it seems like Doug Peterson, who was a great coach and won us the Super Bowl, seems like he wanted to pick his own assistants. And when he was told he's not allowed to, they ran him out of town. Nick Sirianni has been only a yes man to Howie and Lori. And I'm not saying I hate Howie and Lori. But the fact that they overstep and they want a yes man like Sirianni to just constantly do their bidding, uh, I don't think that has any place in the locker room. You hire people to do their jobs. You don't sit there and babysit them uh, at, to do their job. So <laughs> I, I I am very, very concerned with that. And the Eagles, if they don't have an impressive showing this week, my opinion will not change. So I know this sounds harsh. Jets fans are probably like, oh, you're crazy. You guys are 10 and 3. But it, there is dysfunction here, and the offense and the defense both have major, major issues. So the path isn't difficult. That's the thing. I mean, San Fran is the only team that really scares me. So I I just don't think this team can be a Super Bowl contender if they don't look in the mirror a little bit. But to your question, after my Eagles rant, I'm more <laughs> excited for the Sixers heat game. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So- well, first of all, NBA on Christmas, that's like a tradition. Like that, that yeah, That's something yeah. I always look forward to. Yeah. Especially as a basketball nerd. Uh, but, dude, man, if you're not watching the Sixers, please start watching the Sixers. Joel Embiid. Joel leader, Embiid. Leader, right? He has more points than he does play, minutes played. He has two 50-point games. Maxi is playing like a man possessed. They they combined for 86 points the other night. I mean, man, they have a deep bench. They have good coaching. Like, I, I don't want to hype myself up because you know me with the Sixers. I've hyped myself up for a decade for nothing. Uh, but... It seems like they're starting to figure it out, man. And and Embiid is speaking like a leader. It's it's time to watch the Sixers. So we, if you're had, not. we had a collective city giving up on a team after this past. Doc Rivers completely even me this past playoffs. I, I didn't care about the Sixers. I, I still yeah. don't because I just think the current roster makeup, what they currently had, wasn't going to do anything. But now we have Nick Nurse in there, and it seems things are turning around. Uh, but I think the Eagles are right on the precipice of having the same kind of reaction from the city of Philadelphia that the Sixers had in the playoffs last year. Where people are going to stop hopping off the, you know, boat because they don't believe. I, I don't believe in Nick Sirianni. I don't believe that there's anyone in the locker room that can 
look at Jalen Hurts missing his checkdowns and say, hey, Jalen, you're missing these. you got to be hitting them. I, I feel like uh, having Brian Johnson in there, a guy who's been a friend of Jalen for years now, yeah. uh, it, it's bad. It's a really bad dynamic that we see in there. We have a coach who is way too emotional, who can't control his emotions, therefore he has no uh, respect of his players. Uh, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. I just think it's deeper than that. It's fine if, if Sirianni's emotional. If if we have these deep-rooted issues with with Lori or Howie just stepping in, I I don't know how you even fix that. If yeah. they run another... And I, I'm not happy with Sirianni right now either. But if you run out another coach within these few years, and, and who knows what happens with Hurts then moving forward as well, I, it just scares me, man. Like, it really does. Like, what what are they doing? Yeah, yeah, it is scary. And uh, one, one more thing on NFL before we move on. Your thoughts on a potential Bill Belichick going to the Chargers? The Chargers need a lot, and I don't think Justin Herbert is is you know forever too far gone or, or a bust per se. I think he's very talented. They clearly have talent on the roster. They get injured more than anyone. It seems like Eckler, uh, who was there? Mike Williams. Keenan he was Allen. out week three. Yeah, Keenan Allen got hurt a few weeks ago. Their entire uh, Herbert's hurt, yeah. so their whole team is hurt. Not they were coached terribly this year, um, and there's a reason he was fired after that. What fifty point Raiders game? <laughs> the reason why uh, I bring it up though is Travis Kelsey over on the Chiefs, a division yeah, yeah. rival of the Char- Chargers, said uh, he doesn't want them to hire Belichick because he's a ton of respect for Belichick. Uh, it makes him nervous to have a coach like that. They'd rather hire uh, channeling one Frank Rizzo, a jabroni. <laughs> he used the term jabroni that he'd love for the Chargers to hire. So. Uh, uh, I, I just, I don't know if Bill was the guy. It seems like Brady was the guy. Yeah. And I know the narrative always was, oh, Bill made Brady what he is. After Brady left, I think Brady proved to all of us that he's the guy. Uh, before we get uh, headed to break, I want to take Frank in South Philly. This is a guy who showed up with Gabagool. For, uh, oh, yeah, Gabagool, he's probably doing seven homemade fishes. Homemade red wine. Uh, Frank, what, what can I do for uh, Christmas Eve this year? Do, do you think I have to do seven fishes because my association with the Italians? Hey, Dan, hold on a second. I got to cut my slicer off. I'm in my canteen right now, slicing a couple of goals. You have a canteen? <laughs> yes, I do. Like, like take and, it in, though. Do, I, do you I, have, like, like uh, wads of meat hanging from a shed somewhere? A that deli you're... slicer, all that. What's the scene I got Frank's a deli house? slicer. I got a meat mixer. I got slices. <laughs> I got vacuum machines. I have a, I have a three. I, I did have pursuits hanging. I'm my first time making pursuits this past year. But here's, here's what I called up for. I wanted to wish these guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And if someone comes down and picks up some um, real true made homemade wine, uh, I give Jim my address and everything else. But the <laughs> homemade wine is a hundred year tradition that we make heritage, that we make the wine. And um, the Super Sot and Gobble Gold, that's also a hundred years. And we also make the gravy. It's not sauce until, until you turn around and make it. They, um, Yes. On top of the stove. All yeah. right, so I, I got to tell you, last year Frank uh, brought me and Dom, and we, we divvied it up. He brought us like an entire tray of just different types of supper sag, gabagool. <laughs> and Frank, I need your opinion because there was so much of it that me and Maze, we made sandwiches out of it, but we also made breakfast sandwiches and fried the gabagool and put on oh. eggs. And I've been told, though, that that is not appropriate to do. I, I mean, like a ham and egg sandwich with gabagool. Is that okay to do, or is that a Is that a violation? Violation. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no violation whatsoever because that's a, it's an omelet. Whether if you put prosciutto, I cut up some prosciutto that I just turned around and cut, uh, for the past week over there. I put it in with the eggs and peppers and mushrooms and 
and then a different vegetable that I that I, that I like, you know. So Ooh. it's not a violation whatsoever. Ah, well, but Dan, like I said, if, if someone comes by the house, I gave Jim my address, which you could pick up a case of uh, homemade wine to to kind of uh, bring it over your house and maybe distribute it to uh, the the, the uh, crew that you I have here with the Anthony, Dom, and all, and. Um, and enjoy for the holidays. But uh, Frank, I, I got to stop you for sure. a second. I just want to underline how special it is to be somewhere like Philadelphia, where you have a guy, a true Italian from South Philadelphia, <laughs> hears that as he, someone needs some help on Christmas Eve and calls with some fresh gabagool as he's slicing it from the meat slicer. There's, <laughs> exactly. There's nothing better than that, Frank. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Well, one more thing, Dan. I like to um, extend my uh, uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. To all veterans, because I'm a veteran, and I built a I built down here in across the street from my house uh, a memorial for the for the veterans, and uh, I like to give them a, a merry Christmas and a happy New Year to all veterans and all military personnel that that are serving us today in the in the. Um, Bad situations that we're in throughout the world today. Yeah, one person I think of is Robert Mansalem's, uh, I think, daughter or daughter-in-law, who's uh, sitting on a warship off the coast of Gaza right now. Uh, who would okay. just, you know, love to be with the family and both active members and veterans. I'm 100% with you. Frank, are you willing to share where you made that memorial, or do you want to keep that private because you're close by? Yes, I, I, I gave Jim the, uh, the uh, I'll give it to you, it's 2900 South 18th Street. And you, you can't miss it because I have, I have nine flag poles, uh, and it's called All for One, and that's that's to represent all the branches of the military. There are, there are six branches plus the POW flag, the American flag, and there's one more flag that hangs over there, and it's it's the All for One flag to represent the all all the branches of the military. I gotta, and, and everyone more than welcome every veteran every Veterans Weekend we hold a ceremony. The past two years it was the first two years that we we held it. I, I got to ask, so, living, living down there in South Philly, there's been a slow seep of New Yorkers, progressives kind of taking over the area. Uh, you, you have a very apolitical memorial up there supporting the veterans. Have you seen any kind of pushback against what you got displayed out there? Or have you seen changes in the neighborhood in general down there in South Philly? Uh, yeah, uh, most, of the, most of the neighbors are still the same. You know, people from New York come down here. I had one guy from North Carolina that came up for the Army and Navy game. And we got to be friends. And I just met him in, in a little luncheonette that we that we turned around and had uh, breakfast in the morning. And uh, I met him, him and his family, and we be, became close friends. Now his his two sons are uh, they went to uh, the um, the Air Force Academy in Colorado is one, and then the other one went to West Point to uh, serve our country. Well, thank you to all, both him and all veterans and all that you know are active through all this. Frank, great, great suggestion. Thank you. And, and Merry Christmas to you, too, man. And continue. Uh, thank you for the suggestion. I'll be uh, hitting you up for some of the fresh gabagool and uh, other hey, Italian meats hey, down there. Yeah. Dan, I want to give you a housewarming. Since you moved moved into uh, Defford uh, over there, the area there, I, please send somebody down my house, and I'll, be, give you, I'll give you a housewarming thing, a case of wine and some of that... Uh, Good stuff that you can put on an omelet or any other dish Let's that go. you want to put in. Look, look at Anthony's over here. I am me. Like, are you going to give me some of this? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we'll do a live tasting on the pod from his house. So, Ooh, yeah. I love it. Well, Anthony, I think I, I think one one time I gave you a suggestion on a restaurant to go. To. Yes, Ristorante yeah. Pesto. Which actually, Pesto. when I grew up. I went there with my father, and I used to be an annoying child who only wanted to eat my parents' food when we went out to dinner. 
And we went to wait, a place. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. I got to examine this real quick. When you would go out to eat, you'd order only order something that your parents would make at home. No, I'd order like chicken fingers or something, you know, French fries, something. Like, oh, something kid. off the kids' menu. And okay. then my dad no, would no, get no, no. something nice, you know, <laughs> like he'd get a lamb or a pasta, or and I'd always want it I, every single time. Ah. But my dad used to go and take me to Yoi Two, which is actually. Now, Ristorante Pesto. So we thought that restaurant was gone. So shout out to you for bringing that up. It's hey. uh, a little nostalgic for me. Yeah. So, uh, Pesto, that guy, is, his name is Johnny Varelli. And he, he his brother owns, uh, the two other brothers own the pastry shop on 10th to Mars. Anything you need to know about food, food line or anything down here in South Philly, please don't hesitate. Jim has my number, my, my, my email, and uh, I'll direct you in the right direction because... I go uh, Frank G. Cornetti and uh, slash uh, food, uh, food master of South Philadelphia. Ooh, the food master of South Philadelphia. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, I, I, I like that We name. appreciate this. Thank you, Frank. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry I appreciate Christmas. it. Yeah. Do you like the food master of South Philadelphia or I the like king that. of South Philadelphia? The food master sounds good. What's your favorite cold Jim, cut? I ask you every time that we get a call from him now, I want it to be not Frank in South Philly, but the food master of South Philly. <laughs> Got a thumbs up over there. <laughs> What's your favorite cold cut, though, before you wrap this up? Uh, it's a tough question. I got to go mortadella, dude. It's so good. You're going to kill me. I think it's I just, so good. I, this is very white American of me to say, but I think like the spicy turkeys that you can get. I like that. With the flavors I, I, on the outside. Trust me, I can't eat the Italian meats every day or I'd be like a fat slob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like the spicy turkey for like a nice... Uh, weekday meal. Yeah, I, I also like the weird meats. Like, uh, there, there are a couple out like corned beef, Polish like cold ham. corned beef. Oh, I love corned beef. Oh, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. All right, the other side with Dan and Dranzo covering for Don Stensland. Please uh, feel free to give us a ring, 855-839-1210. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'll get into some politics on the other side, uh, but we'll be back after the break. Dan and Dranzo covering the Don Stensland show today as we head into Christmas, the final day of 12th and WPHT before the Christmas holiday. Anthony, Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas. Christmas, my friend. It is a beautiful time of year. That's it. I mean, it's cold, but it's not as cold as it could be. So. Yeah. Are you the kind of guy that like really wants white Christmas, or do you just hate snow so much that you want it away? I don't hate it, especially lately. With we've gotten no snow. I feel like I haven't seen no snow. Nothing. I, I haven't seen snow since I was in Connecticut. So I wouldn't hate is a climate white change. Real? Yeah, you know, it's global know. warming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, global warming. Yeah, sure. Uh, Three hundred dollars in uh, Philadelphia if you don't shovel the sidewalk. That's what we enforce. Yeah. Out of all the things. Yeah. Out of all the things. Yeah. Apparently, it's a uh, well. No fines range from fifty dollars to three hundred dollars. You have six hours after snowfall to shovel your sidewalk in Philadelphia, or else you face a fine. I'm not against it. And then the the parking. Oh my God! Don't you dare try to save your parking spot, or you'll be <laughs> you'll be shunned. Apparently, this is whether you rent or own too. You're responsible for clearing that path. So. I'm happy I live in an apartment building. Someone so. breaks an ankle in your front path. Yeah, is yeah. It, you're liable. Yeah. Even if you're a renter? I think at whatever... I guess if you're in like a single row home and you are the only person in there, I would assume at least that little part right before your porch, you probably have to salt. Uh, I'm not positive. But. And the biggest threat to Philadelphia is uh, Savesies. Not yeah. a fan. You're a fan? No, I'm not a fan. Oh, you're not a fan? No, Dom's no. probably listening to us. He probably is stirring a fan. right now. He's a huge fan. It's yeah. a Philadelphia tradition. <laughs> yeah. If you if you dig out your own spot, you should be able to put a toilet there to keep it. <laughs> 
but parking is just so miserable in the city right now that it, it becomes impossible once people dig out their spots. And well, this is again why, in my opinion, we need to start focusing on public transportation more in general as a country because this this focus on cars and the space needed for garages and parking it's just unsustainable, especially in a city like ours. Yeah, underlying parking. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Could use more spots around uh, the station. Just going to say that. Just gonna say that. Uh, so, Anthony, I, I want to get into the biggest threats to the United States. Um, kind of running low on time, but first, just kind of set the stage. Uh, Don in Franconia, one of the great callers to the Dom Giordano program and the other shows here on 12th and WPHD, is chiming in. Uh, Don, I see that you want to talk about big college, and I remember we ran that poll, and you were talking about it as well, that uh, when Don was talking about the biggest threats to the United States... Uh, Big college was, uh, it surged and it was actually much higher than many people expected and uh, kind of, I think it might have beaten China even. Don, what do you want to say about big college? Well, what I want to say is uh, I didn't call, uh, call to talk about the Eagles, but there's something wrong with this picture. Uh, I'll be 83 in a couple of weeks, and it's pretty bad when for the last three weeks, I've had more happy endings than the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> Oh my However, goodness, that, that, oh, that's not what I called it for. But as far as college goes, when I graduated from high school, I had the same choice as everyone else. Do I go to college or do I just go out and get a job? Well, I had no money. My family had no money. So it was obvious what I chose. I chose to work. And over the course of my working, uh, I got twice I got laid off because of plant closings. But after the second one, they still kept some of the uh, office open where I got laid off from. But I didn't. But the part, part I worked in was not uh, uh, did not stay open. Well, anyway, I I went and worked full time at one of my part time jobs I also had. And one day, because I was in there working, my ex boss came in and offered me a job. Now, if uh, I had the option of either taking uh, you know, getting money from the, the government uh, on unemployment or working. I, I chose working. And fortunately for me, I did because, again, my boss came in and offered me a job. I lasted about 25 more years after that, and I did real well. And what really got to me is when I was let go, which I understood because I was the oldest person in there, uh, they said, you cannot apply for your old job that you did so well because you don't have a college education. Huh. I've never understood that, and it really pissed me off, pardon my French, uh, when I was told that. Uh, it, it upset me a lot more than getting laid off. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I just want to say that, uh, that that's what's going on in this world. And these colleges now, especially Harvard, they ha their endowments total more than uh, the uh, than most c countries or a lot of countries in this world have, yep. and, uh, and and they still raise prices to get to to, to apply. And it, it, it's just disgusting what's going on with these colleges. I mean, you bring up a great point, Don, from your experience, and a happy early birthday, by the way. Uh, but I, I think you Thank bring you. up a, you bring up a great point where it's just we continually create this keeping up with the Joneses culture where everyone needs to go to college for whatever reason, wherever, just because and put themselves in debt and put themselves in a terrible financial situation before you even have any money, any asset. And that's, and look at now here, we're at this point, you, you had a career early on there with, you know, 40, 50 years ago, 
and they told you just because you had the experience more than anyone you did the job every day but just because you didn't go to some school and some person didn't lecture you for x amount of time and you didn't pay uh x amount of dollars you're not worth it and that's i think we're seeing the effects of that now because now it most of these college programs are a joke now. And they're not qualified. Like, yeah, like I, yeah. I hate to say, but even our, our job that we have here, we need a college education for, don't we? Isn't that one of the requirements of hiring? Yes. I and mean, I, I, I look at what we do. I'm like, do we really need one? Yeah, get the experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, the things I've learned yeah. in my 10 years of doing, like, on-air stuff, I, I've learned so much more than I would have ever learned. In, I, in college, I was an education major. Mm-hmm. You know, I had nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was, you know, obviously very involved with politics and kept, you know... Uh, it was close to my heart, but I, I was education. I switched over to radio when I reached out to Howard Stern, was an intern there. I, I, I don't, we really went down the wrong path, I feel, as a culture. Yeah. Because yeah. I look at my friends who are in blue collar positions in the unions with kids, families, and here I am trying to, you know, struggle my dollars together so I can have my own family now in my mid 30s and they already have 10 year old kids and such. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, we, we got to rework what we're telling kids. I, I think you're right there. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it, sir. Well, what, can, can I make one more point? Yes, sir. Uh, n- now, the current administration has the gall to say that they want the average taxpayer to pay for student loans for these people who do take advantage of going yep. to college. And yep. uh, that also gets to me. But thank you, guys. Have a great holidays. And uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Thank you, Don. I, I often hear that, though, from especially older conservatives. Yeah. And, and when they say that, I, I think that kind of mentality against this entire situation, that we don't want to you know, forgive these scrubs, essentially, who took all this money, Well, alienates a big voter base of young people. Yes, I, I agree with that. I, I think young people need to come to terms with this can't all be just eliminated. But I also do think... The insane additional fees, the additional costs, the everything they stack onto your college payments each and every semester, it really isn't fair. And I get it. Everyone signs up for it. I'm not trying to excuse it, but I, it's hard to expect 17 to 21-year-olds to have the wherewithal to, to avoid that decision and, and to, to take a step back and to realize like this is really going to uh, impact your life. It isn't just, oh, you get to go drink and have fun. Like this is really going to impact you financially in the long term. We need to lay that out for people. We don't and do it well enough. We don't. We don't. And then instead, everyone's like, "Oh, well, you need to go to college, so go to college." And we just need to stop like comparing ourselves in that kind of way. And yeah. then just look for your career. Look how you can make money. Like look for opportunity. And and I want public schools to promote the trades. Yes. Like, like I remember yes. back uh, in Indiana, which is a red state, uh, we had the option in high school to go to a trade school senior year and get a early start on a trade and work ourselves into some kind of, you know, union position. And we need people in those jobs. Yeah. There's a lot of those jobs are they're lacking talent, so they need it. Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend who uh, actually went to school for computer programming uh, and was working for the government and mm-hmm. just couldn't find himself sitting behind a desk all day, wasn't making money he expected to be making, is now training to become a, a union. He's he's working as an apprentice. Yeah, yeah, and I have plenty of friends who have done that, and they love that. And that's a great paying job. Most of them, especially the ones that didn't go to college, man. It's a hell of a lot of work, though. Oh, like if you I'm, have... getting, I'm not going on a crane. I'm not going well, to a Well, that's the thing. Is, like, I, oh, I've had God. three calluses my entire life, and they play from, uh, come from playing guitar, not from doing <laughs> you know, hard work. Yeah, it's yeah. so I, I, I definitely 
look to those guys and think, damn, that's a lot to do, but yeah. it, it pays well. I mean, we and, see it every day. There's a big construction crew right next to our place. But I, I think there are so that. many people that are in, you know, professional environments that would succeed so much more in, you know, trade environments that yeah. were just directed to go the professional route because of bad advisement. Hey, we're way over time for a break, though. Uh, you're listening to The Other Side with Dan and Dorenzo covering for Don Sensland. 855-839-1210 if you want to get in. Be back right after the break. 1210 WPHD. Baby. The best voice in Top 40 Radio, Sia. So beautiful. I love I love me some Sia. Welcome back in The Other Side with Dan and Dorenzo. I'm Dan Borowski from the Dom Giordano program. Anthony Dorenzo from the Don Sensland Show. Dude, oh. what were you doing on top of the table during the break? <laughs> These, people always move these damn lights. I'm going to call out Rich Dioli. He's not listening. He's off today. Wait, Rich can't reach those right lights. He probably stands on this desk. Even he, then. I mean, I'm short, and I could reach it. So, I don't know, man. These people, they got to stop touching my room. Yeah. So, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It <laughs> it's that. all right. It's all right. It's um, so, Cameron Diaz is out there. Oh, you know what? First, I want to say this. Uh, I am a big fan of our sister station, WIP. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, a little behind the scenes, this is the other side. The other side of the glass, producers kind of talking. Big fan of what was done in the afternoon time slot, Marks and Reese. Uh, one of the... I mean, being a Howard Stern fan, it seems that they too are Howard Stern fans. Mm-hmm. And their show was very community-based. Uh, listeners were actively involved. Herb from the Northeast was a character on there. Uh, and, and a lot of what I would hear on Marks and Reese, um, you know, it's instituted on the Dom show. Uh, you know, a lot of Howard Stern, both in Marks and Reese and the Dom show. And one thing happened this week, and I was absolutely horrified, I got to say, to hear it as a fan. <laughs> uh, John Marks announced that he's going to be stepping off Marks and Reese. Yeah, he. Uh, I know he'll still be doing uh, some CBS national uh, sports talk there with Odyssey still. So he'll be... You'll be able to hear him, and he'll be back with WIP at times, I think, filling in, he mentioned. So, sad to see him go. I mean, Johnny is a professional. He's someone I think both of us listen to as we continue you'd to get... him in the hallways. He'd be quick oh, yeah. to mentor and... Nicest guy. Really, Nicest guy you'd meet. Really. So, yeah, congrats to him, though, man. Like, life's too short, and for him to make that decision with his his girls that, like, you know, they're at their, their four, five, six years old. So, if you're not a listener, old, John's so. a uh, parent of some young girls, and he essentially said that for their entire lives, he hasn't been able to have a dinner with them. Yeah. And he just feels yeah. like he's missing out on so much, and because of the schedule, he's going to step back. And Good on you, man, for being a good dad. Um, yeah, for sure. But also, it's it's tough as a listener to hear one of your favorites go away, and one of the favorite shows you've been listening to us go I away. I mean, yeah, absolutely one of the best guys uh, you'd ever see over there at WIP. So, shout out to Johnny Marks. And, yeah, follow, he'll be on social media. He'll be around. And, and he might even open a barbershop he was talking about. So, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Could you imagine going and getting your hair cut by uh, Johnny Mark? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I think it's uh, he's partnering. I don't know if it's set in... He said it's not set in stone, but he's talking with uh, Razor Bar, one of their sponsors over there. He's so. a lot going on with hair, too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He does. <laughs> yeah. so he can really spin it off into something. Uh, someone who's uh, making some news otherwise is Cameron Diaz, uh, who came out and said that uh, we need to start normalizing separate bedrooms. Uh, a new so thing called weird. sleep divorce is growing in uh, society and culture. It's married couples who have two separate bedrooms deciding to sleep in opposite beds while remaining married and anthony it seems you have an issue with that i don't like it at all i mean trust me there's times where i'll fall asleep on the couch and i don't want to move but the two separate bedrooms thing man it's just can something be said i think this really comes down to we're all too addicted to this the phone the phone or technology or whether it's netflix or tiktok or whatever the hell it is we're all so addicted and enamored by technology like we're like the ipad kid 
at the dinner table that if you take it away, we start crying. Yeah. Like, and that's, that is, that is all I was of telling us. Don, there's an Ask Reddit of an adult asking, he had, he had a date cancel on him for a fine steakhouse. Is it okay to go to a fine steakhouse and watch an iPad oh uh, by yourself God. with headphones in? Oh my God. Like, that's and, where and, we're coming You're now. talking to a sports fan, so I get it if you need the iPad and, and you're sweating something out. I get it. But to be alone with headphones at a steakhouse, come, that's just depressing, man. It's just this isolationist stuff and being on the internet too much, it's not good for us. You and, made and, a great point during the break. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I actually, I recently saw this TikTok where someone was ranting. Uh, I, I'll find the video. Maybe we could play it on our next episode. But uh, he was essentially saying, we live in an age now where our digital lives are very much more important than our real lives. In a, in especially in a professional and a societal sense. And I think that's just the truest thing I've ever heard. And then we need to put these away. Like, I try to just put this, like, last night when we were texting for show prep, I was like, I'm putting my phone on Do Not Disturb. I'm not going on social media again because I'm going to see something I want <laughs> I for the show to tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, like, I think we need to, like, find times in the day where we put this thing in the other room plugged in and you spend that time with your wife or your girlfriend or your whoever it is. Doesn't matter who it is. Have, don't watch TV at dinner. Have dinner. Make dinner sacred. Sit there. Talk. How was your day? People How- have dedicated more time to fostering an online persona than they have their yes. you know, in-person persona. Yes, because it's uh, it's almost like a drug. You know, online isn't real life, so it's a distraction. It gets you out of the moment that you're in, and it's you can ignore all your problems, and, you know, right there... You're good to go. Just uh, immerse yourself and in whatever so much, thing. There's so much better things you can do. Like I, I'm not on much social media. I'm on Twitter because mm-hmm. of the shows. Mm-hmm. Facebook, I still have mine up there, but I'm not on TikTok. I don't have an Instagram. Well, I have an Instagram, but it's only to kind of gather videos for the mm-hmm. Dom show and such. And, and I, I just feel like because I, I'm sitting there with nothing to do because I'm not, you know, just aimlessly scrolling through social media. I went back and picked up a guitar and I relearned how to play guitar and. There are a lot of hobbies. People don't have hobbies anymore because of this. And that's, and dude, adults are like this too. I know we'll have callers call in and be like, oh, well, my grandkids. It's adults too. I've gone out with many adults that, uh, you know, I'm having dinner with them and they're just sitting there on their phone the entire damn time. Yeah. And that's, that's not having dinner. That's just not. I'm very much a put a basket in the middle of the table. Everyone's phone goes into the basket. Yeah. For the entire dinner. I agree. Especially. Yeah. If you're this Christmas, if you're hosting, that's the rule. Put the phones away. No politics. No religion. <laughs> talk about sports. Talk about your family. Ask how people are doing. Ask about their jobs. Like, let's have some fun. That's the Anthony edict of the day that you yes. hear there on the yes. other side. But uh, we'll be right back with more. 855-839-1210 if you want to get in. The other side with Dan and Dorenzo. Coming up, we might have uh, Dom Giordano, who's up next, stopping in the studio. A great mentor for both of us. Uh, we'll talk to him, potentially, and more. Dom time. Some Dom time. After the break. I had a request yesterday on the Dom show for some Justin Bieber. I didn't want to force Dom to have to listen to this crap. So here you go, requester. He's so good. Oh, are you kidding me? I like Bieber post... uh, You're a believer? I am a believer post-purpose. His purpose album, I love. The one with What Do You Mean and Sorry. Oh my God, dude. His you know voice, what, those are actually, yeah, you know what? Those his are voice good is so good now. The way that he's like, I, didn't, I, I just still have baby in the back of my head. But I agree with you. I didn't like the younger teeny baby, bopper baby. baby like, baby I didn't like the Usher J- Justin Bieber. I like Justin now. Like, yeah, dude, what do you mean? Are you kidding me? That song slaps. Oh, get out of your believer so over good. here. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar, that's Anthony Dorenzo. I'm Dan Borowski. You're listening to The Other Side, 12th and WPHD. We're sitting in for Don Stenslin, who was kind enough to uh, give us these two hours today. So thank you, Don. Uh, let's head over to uh, Mark. Mark and Concha Hawkins. How you doing, Mark? Hey, Dan. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, sir. Thanks for calling us. Appreciate it. Nice to hear you on our show. 
Well, I'm always on your show, but um. No, I I, I, I know the other one. I'm talking this one. This one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the um, congratulations on your debut. Thank you, sir. Uh, um, and I remember and ha- um, congratulations on your house, by the way. Think of it like this, Dan. I was just thinking. Of, I just heard what caught what you just said in the last segment, and it's very true. People believe their virtual lives are more important than their real lives, and that's a disgrace. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, I don't do that. I do. I don't do that. I turn that phone off, or I keep it on buzz in case of emergency or somebody called needs to get a hold of me. That's fine. But I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm not, like you. I'm no TikTok or yeah, all the other sites. I don't do that. I have a full Facebook account. I never used it. I just did it for my stepdaughter's fundraiser for high mm. school. But yeah, well, we're up against it, Mark. And yeah, he's one hundred percent correct. And I, I would implore people, uh, New Year's resolutions, if they are very or they see that they're kind of into their social media, maybe a little bit too much, to take a step back and reconsider your uh, your amount of usage of social media. Your phones, most of them now, depending on what like software you have, you can set a time limit, and it will tell you like, ah. hey, you've been on it for three. Three hours this week, like chill out a little bit. Yeah. So can we get Dom in here? I, I don't know if it's gonna work now. I'm looking I at believe it. that's guest three, Mike Dan. Uh let's bring him live up. production here. Hey Dom, how you doing, sir? He can't hear us yet. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh Dom Giordano's coming into the I studio. Don't need for... I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he can't hear me I'm though. Fine. He can't hear me. So I can hear you. Oh, you can? You got me? I don't need to hear Dan. Oh. He doesn't need to hear. Oh, then, then you interview. <laughs> you know, I'm going to step away because I, I want I want to hear what's coming up on Dom's show. So, Anthony, tell tell Dom we want to know what's coming up on his yeah, show. Yeah, Dom, what, what's going on on your show here? We want to we want to hear the holiday preview for your oh, grand finale. It's not so much of a uh, holiday. I'm still trying to track a guy from Guinea down that nobody will tell us what he was holding up, Anthony. But he's <laughs> caught at the border, and even Steve Keeley doesn't know he's headed to Philadelphia. I believe Southwest Philadelphia, who's paying for him and who's bringing him here. All this happened during yesterday's show. And I have more on the activists that is suing to keep Trump off the ballot in Pennsylvania. Gadfly doesn't begin to, uh, the guy's been burning different kinds of flags and all that. And yet the Inquirer cites him. Oh, my God, he's going to keep Trump off the ballot. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, Inquirer, yeah, they put out that story, too. Oh, is this going to happen in Pennsylvania? <laughs> well, there are suits, and they're following yeah. with Colorado. So based upon that, I could see the Pennsylvania Supreme Court doing it. Yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, a lot coming up here on the Dom Show. Have a Merry Christmas to everyone. Thanks so much for listening Merry to the Christmas, other side. Merry Christmas, I I wanted you to do a No, no, you're good. Yeah, thank you all for listening. We'll we'll (laughs) catch you after the break, and we'll be here next week. So thank you. Merry Christmas.